welcome 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 back this is mina's world and i'm amina bell speaking you're probably gonna hear my bees jingling in the background baby so bear with me it's the sixth episode of the season and i am so excited i want to talk about manifesting our bravest destinies all 2019 so how we're going to do that is we're going to take our fears by the collar and make them holler. <laughs> well, I have a method that I just started um, practicing within like the last six months for my fears. Um, that has really helped me grow as a person and become more confident overall in every aspect of my life. So for my fears and with my fears, I should say. I identify, rationalize, and then resolve. How I'm going to talk about that today is I'm going to give you an example from my uh, musical standpoint and my artistry. Amina Bell has stage fright. It's true. Um, It used to be a lot more severe when I was younger. It would be so many opportunities I would come across that I just didn't take advantage of because I didn't feel like, you know, I had what it took or I just was so afraid. And um, over the years, I did learn how to cope with that. Not necessarily with this method. I just, um, I always try to remind myself of the feeling that I got while I was on stage. Because when I'm actually on stage, I do come alive. It's not like I'm afraid the whole time. I really just, I'm afraid when I have to, like when I think about it or I anticipate it. Um, So it's not all bad. But even in the last, like, I will say, year or so but the six months with me practicing um grabbing my fears by the collar (laughs) i've really been able to find a method that works for me every time so like i said with my stage fright i had to look at it and identify what i was truly afraid of because like i said i come alive on when i get on stage So it's not singing in front of people. I went to theater school, Freedom Theater, for years, and I performed, you know, for years. So it's not that I was afraid to perform for people. It was, I realized I was afraid to mess up. And so that was me identifying what I was truly afraid of. I rationalized it as me just wanting to give my absolute best to whoever my audience might have been. Um, I know how great I have the potential to be, and so I'm probably just really, um, I don't want to even say hard on myself, but really adamant about doing well. So I was able to rationalize why I feel that way. And in that, it was easier to resolve my fear than I thought because really, really all I have to do is make sure I practice to my own standard. Before, I probably didn't practice as much, and that's why I didn't feel as prepared. Thus, I felt more afraid to go in front of people. Then, of course, you know, just messing up, I would feel like um, people would judge me. Or I didn't necessarily know how to gauge a crowd's response. But as you get older, I think you just learn that, for one, you can't please everyone. And the more confident you feel the better you'll do. So this really helped me to understand that all I have to do is really practice. And so now 
I try to do my very best to give the best product I can absolutely give whenever I do things because I do practice a lot to make sure I'm able to. So I think it's really, you know, easy for um, us to identify some of the fears that we think we have. I even want to talk about, um, I'm going to give you another scenario later on and talk about how I did it with another thing that was, actually it turned out to be a really cool experience. So, um, (laughs) but with fears, I think that it is definitely important to do it on our own time. Um, I know for me, like I'm definitely afraid of roller coasters. They are not my thing at all whatsoever. Um, I've done it plenty of times. It's just not for me. And when people pressure me to do it, it's like, uh, <laughs> I don't want to. It's not the right time for me to identify what I'm treating. I know it. I've identified it. Rationalizing it is even okay. But resolving it, I still can't get to it. So the real reason why I don't like roller coasters, it's not. it has nothing to do with the actual roller coaster. It has to do more with me not liking the lack of control that I have with my body. I don't like the idea of me strapping myself into something and then it going at a rate I can't control at a, for a length of time I can't control on a course I can't control. Like, that's a lot of control that I don't have. <laughs> um, and so rationalizing why I feel that way It makes sense. You know, um, in my life, I've had things happen to me that I really just could not control. So (laughs) I know that having control is a level um, of comfort that I like. You know what I mean? I know I can't always have it also. And that's something that it just comes with growth and knowing in certain situations, you won't have control, especially when you're dealing with other people. But even with your own body, as you get older, you know, I'm a nurse. And so... I do get to see very often that as much control as we all think we may have, if our bodies don't decide to cooperate simply with the agenda we might have, we don't have any control. There are diseases called idiopathic diseases that come about for no reason really at all, or at least for ones we can't explain right out. Whereas some illnesses may be a result of living or, you know, other issues. I feel myself getting off on a tangent, but I'm talking about that control aspect. Going back to knowing why I fear um, roller coasters. So I got to, you know, identify that. I rationalized that. But y'all, I just cannot resolve it. I can't. You know, I'm not going to really say I can't. You know, I don't mean that. What I should say, <laughs> what I should say, which would be a lot more accurate, is probably I'm having a very hard time resolving it. Um, I'm not even looking forward to resolving it. I'm going to be honest to say that. But it is a fear of mine that I am truly, um, I am interested i can't say committed because no i haven't gotten on any roller coasters in the last however long but one day it will happen where even if i don't 
enjoy a roller coaster because maybe it's just truly not my thing. Um, I won't just be so deathly afraid. Like, I don't think people understand. It may well be a phobia. Like, I just don't like it at all. And um, another, like, small story to give you, (laughs) it's kind of funny. I was with my cousin, Bailey. We went to um, Clementon Park, and she's a couple years younger than me. Um, but I love her. She's a sweetheart. She's so smart. And um, she reminds me a lot of myself. So we went. We're both afraid of roller coasters, like definitely afraid. Um, we both have a lot of hang-ups that we could get over as far as theme parks go. <laughs> and so we told each other, like, listen, we're going to get on some things today. Now, mind you, I know, like, you know, some of us, some of my listeners have absolutely been to Clementon Park. So you all know very well Clementon Park is not Six Flags. Like, it's not even all that as far as the theme park would go. <laughs> as far as the rides and the level of, um, I don't want to say, I want to say intensity. The level of intensity is, like, very mild compared to other places. And even still, y'all, like, it was one It was a long ride. <laughs> The log ride. When that thing was over, it wasn't bad all the way through. It was good for most of it, but the last drop, it was so bad. Me and Bailey made these like crazy noises, and then when it was all over, we like, oh, we hugged hugged each other. It was so bad. Like, we were shaking after that. (laughs) And like, um, so my experiences, (laughs) that was just a small little anecdote about how even milder rides for me I feel very accomplished and proud of myself after I do it like it was a very big feat for me so what I want to say about our fears is that we should not push ourselves too hard and that we take on too much or make ourselves you know have have a heart attack for lack of better words (laughs) Um, if you're definitely afraid of snakes, I would not advise you to buy a snake or something like that. I would advise you, though, to first find out what it is that you look at a snake online. And when you get that creeped out feeling, hold that and figure out exactly what it is so you can identify what is truly, you know, causing you to have this fear. And then maybe you can pinpoint that and then, you know, snakes won't be your biggest problem anymore. You know what I mean? Um, you can start by going to the zoo and looking at the snakes they have in the zoo because they're behind glass and so you know they can't get you. And work your way up. I'm just saying we don't have to feel like because we're afraid of heights, we got to go stand on top of a building and be like, yeah, I did it. Work yourself up. It's about growth, okay? It's the, what they call it? The marathon, not the sprint. Yes. <laughs> That's how I feel about conquering your fears. Um... But even in that, guys, I don't want it to sound like I'm saying don't, you know, work at it. Definitely work at it. And even small progress is very good. It's very, it's much more productive than no progress and being trapped in your own box of fear and holding yourself back. How many things do we hold ourselves back from simply because we're afraid or, you know, I want to talk about being honest about being afraid. Some people say, you know, oh, it's just not, oh, I don't like it. No, maybe you're just afraid. You know, like, 
if you're a poet and you don't want to put your work out there and you be like, yeah, because people suck and they might just da 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 Like, you might just be afraid, you know? And you can identify why, rationalize it, and hopefully resolve it. I have a mantra. That's what I want to talk about next. I do have a mantra that I use that helps me. Um, I've been using it. This is relatively new. I haven't even been using this in the last six months. Like, I just started telling myself recently. And it really has helped me. Um, I feel like I've been accomplishing more for myself personally. Um, and it, it makes me feel good and it helps, you know. So anyway, the mantra itself is fear does not rule me. And so I actually did not read it anywhere, but I know it's out there. Like it feels very, I heard this all before. So um, I'm not going to say I made it up. But it came to me and I just started using it. Fear does not rule me. And whenever I start to even feel uncomfortable at the thought of something that I might have to do that I'm afraid to do, I say fear does not rule me. I have to understand that we are living in separate moments in time. And even in times that we might feel like we're you know, unsure of the outcome of the venture we're going into, It doesn't mean in that moment, you know, it's not beautiful. It's not something to be looked at with high regard. So we we shouldn't fear certain things. We we really should try to live without fear at all. But that's like, you know, that's baby steps. We got to we got to get take these baby steps. Because I'm not there. I'm telling you right now. I'm still afraid of certain bugs, even though my fear of bugs has really gone down using that whole um, identify, rationalize, and resolve. And then also, honestly, using practices. I'm always, listen, I'm meditation bull. I'm just telling you that right now. I'm always going to refer somehow (laughs) back to using some meditation, some sort of, you know, psychic ability, metaphysical practice, okay? I just want you to know that. Um, Really, though, honestly, when I took the time out to enhance my psychic ability, I really feel like I was able to, it's going to sound funny or whatever, but um, I was able to communicate with animals and bugs on a different level. So when I said like, it's not even about me being like, oh, I love beetles. No, I still, I'm not fond of beetles, but I have the ability now to ask them to please stay away from me. And for the most part, they really do. Like, I don't find myself as bothered. And I Going back to an energy standpoint, when we, um, especially for people that may fear animals, dogs, whatever, you know, whatever kind of living creature um, you may fear, this is a good thing to remember. When you, of course, people, you know, they say animals can sense fear, and that's absolutely true. The energy you're giving out is nervous. Instead of focusing on that nervous energy, which disrupts their natural um, force field and patterns to make them more prone to actually paying attention to you because they want to know what is sending out those kind of signals that's disrupting my whole stuff right now. I need to check them out. Um, You can send them signals of peace, but also rejection. Like, please stay away from me. I don't want you around me. And in the kingdom, in the animal kingdom, that is a respected Method that is very respected. If you ever notice animals re- like interacting with each other, 
many times they may regard each other for a short period of time and go about their separate ways because they have the ability to communicate with each other. Okay, we don't have any beef, but I don't need you in my face. Like, please go away from me. You understand that this is not a force field. This is not a, um, an area of territory you need to be in. We don't need to be, you know, dealing with each other. And so you can absolutely communicate that to living creatures. So just keep that in mind. Use the mantra, fear does not rule me. And you don't have to, you know, it's not like you got to wake up every day and look in the mirror and tell yourself 14 times. One good time, if you mean it, really does the trick to yourself. You know, feel it. You have to, you do have to reach and have some sort of um, confidence in your ability to understand, like, you are brave. You're made of pure iron. <laughs> no, but we all have the ability to conquer anything we want to conquer. That's the truth. So, knowing that you are already popping, knowing that you have every capability that you need and that you feel like you want to have, remember that fear does not rule you. How could it rule you when you're so great? When you are so great. <laughs> We all know I can't talk, um, but I want to talk about one more thing with my non-talking self before I go, and it's challenging yourself to your fears. I think I'm going into this pretty smoothly. How I did this, like, what, not even a week ago at this point, it was on Tuesday. I rode a motorcycle home from work. All right, so when I say I rode it, I rode on the back of it. Somebody else drove me. Shout out to Quasi. He gave me a ride home on his motorcycle. That's what's up. Anyway, um, what made me even do that was truly because I was like, no more. Like, I rode a four-wheeler when I was a kid one time. And I was so scared. Once again, that not, you know, not having control of your body and that whole thing, it really gets me. And those moving so fast at a speed like that, you know, it just, oh. It made me so afraid. Like, oh, I I didn't want to deal with it. But I was like, no more. Like, I'm trying this because I'm only going to remember this experience, this lifetime once. I don't want to say we only live once because I don't necessarily believe that. But I do believe that our singular experiences are absolutely unique. And they, you know, they don't necessarily carry over with us. So I'm not going to come back remembering this. I'm only going to live this once. Anyway, anyway, I I just, at first, I'm not going to lie, y'all, I did decline. He was like, you know, I got the motorcycle. Now, this is something he and I had talked about before because he was like, you know, sometimes I would ride my motorcycle to work and I was like, oh, no, I'm scared. He was like, one day you got to try it. You know, like, you never know until you try it. And I was like, well, I tried it. I don't like it. And so we talked about how it is important to try to face your fear. So when he had said it to me this last time, at first I was like, nah, 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 you know, not this time. And then I thought about it and he was like, you sure? I was like, okay. So a big part of conquering our fears, I want us to remember is that we don't have to have them fully conquered before we go into the thing that scares us before we do whatever we're afraid to do. We don't have to have fully conquered that fear. As long as we can have enough bravery, enough chutzpah to go into it afraid anyway, you have a much higher success rate 
than you do saying, no, 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 I'm scared. Mm-mm. I'm going to just wait. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. You cannot wait, okay? You can take baby steps, but you just cannot wait altogether and halt yourself. Close yourself off to that experience. So I did it, okay? And like I said, Shorty was scared, okay? I was scared walking up to the thing. I was scared climbing on the back. And when he pulled off, <laughs> my heart dropped. I, I felt myself being that little girl terrified on the back of somebody's damn four-wheeler again. But this time, I was able to help myself relax. I was able to reassure myself I am one with the moment instead of the more friction I cause fear is friction okay the more friction I caused in my energy the more I was able to feel the velocity going against my own body's wishes but as soon as I said be one with the movement, be one with the moment, and let myself fully go and feel, I no longer felt like, oh my God, this is so fast, I can't do this, oh my God. I literally, <laughs> I literally was able to uh, flow into the night on the back of this damn motorcycle that I was so afraid. And when I got off, I was like, oh my God, Percy, thank you so much. Like, I did it. And he was like, you know, we was going like 75 miles per hour at some points. And I was like, what? You lying. You lying. What? You what? Because, oh, when he first pulled off, I don't even think we was doing 30. And I was afraid, okay? But anyway, um, we do have the ability. This is what I'm trying to stress. We all have the ability to go into it scared, okay? But calm ourselves in the midst. Feel what's going on, okay? Even if it's a little uncomfortable. It didn't. It wasn't like as soon as I said be one, I just it just melted away. It didn't take that long for me though. I'm not gonna lie that I practice it. You know what I mean? I, I try to one myself a lot. But anyway. Um, by the end of the ride, I felt like, ooh, ha, ha, ha. Even during times where I felt like, okay, like, you know, we speeding up a little bit. I still didn't have that same, like, core shaking fear. It was just like, um, I noticed the change in velocity, but it didn't make me afraid, you know? We all have that ability. I encourage us all to use the mantra. I encourage us all to identify, rationalize, and resolve our fears one step at a time, and we're going to manifest our bravest destinies all year long, baby. <laughs> oh, I have so much fun talking to you. I love you so much. Thank you for listening. Thank you for coming back every time. The latest episode, we got the highest amount of listeners that we've had um, since the coming back and the changing of um, Mina's world from Let's Talk. So I appreciate everybody that tuned in. Thank you so much. I can't thank you enough. This has been Mina's World. I'm Amina Bell, and I love you. Goodbye.